Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and I come to you every Saturday afternoon at three o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, it's been a great holiday season. Just so many blessings over the holiday and uh, it was good to spend time with family and friends and just kind of kick back a little bit. Uh, didn't kick back completely because we got a film coming out and films take a lot of effort to get them out. And uh, I'm very, very excited. So many of you have joined us over the past few years as we've raised the money and we've prayed and we've had the dreams to create a film about sextortion. That is when our sweet little children decide to send some sort of naked photo and the blackmail begins. And it's just so unnecessary. I've, I've worked in this business for years and years and years, and I always just have my heart broken when I see a child or a teenager that's being exploited because they did that. So over the last four years, we've raised the money. You've been part of that. You've supported us with our prayers. It's been the hardest climb I've ever seen. It's like climbing up a mountain on your knees to make this happen. But it is happening in a way that I hardly can even believe. God is just pouring out his blessings. We can't really tell you what's happening yet because it isn't ready to release. But the negotiations are just amazing around the world. It will be an international movie. And uh, it's just simply amazing the way God is opening the door. So hang tight with us, folks. We've got another six, eight weeks uh, until we're ready to release. But uh, it's on its way. And I am so excited. I can hardly stand it. And uh, hopefully I'll live long enough to share it with you because I'm beating my brains out developing websites and getting resources ready for you all to release with that film. So with that, I am excited beyond words to have a guest today. I met her, um, I want to say probably only two or three months ago at an event where I was speaking. Yes, they let me speak in public. How unique is that? Anyway, I went to an event in Orange County and I met a lady who said, I'm a private investigator. And I thought, mm hmm, I met a lot of private investigators in my business that I'm, you know, but this lady really just kind of got my attention. Uh, not like a lot of private investigators. This lady is absolutely solid and she has a passion for helping families and kids. And I, I just, uh, I came home, I did some background work on her. Um, you know, her references are just impeccable. Her name is Lynn Berg Herring. I'm going to introduce her in a minute. But when I started doing the background checks on her, isn't that interesting doing a black background check on a PI? Anyway, her uh, references, they, they say, uh, are just amazing. I've known Linda Berg for at least 20 years. I know her to be authentic, thorough, professional, and they sign their name on that. Uh, our in-depth social media background investigations go way beyond Google search. And people came back in and said, that is absolutely true with what she does. Another one said she's creative, innovative, intuitive, and professional. Uh, you know, it's just really amazing the amount of references this lady has. So with that, I want to get started here by doing an introduction. Her company is LJB Investigations. They are a licensed and insurance 
California private investigation company specializing in background asset, missing person, child custody, custody, excuse me, investigations and more. So with that, welcome Linda Berg Herring. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, Linda, I've uh, just given a little bit of background, but um, give us introduce yourself to the to the public here. Uh, let them let them know who you are, how you got into it, what you do. Just just take the mic and run with it here. OK, I'm running. Um, <laughs> I am a native of Orange County, California. I very rarely other than work have wandered outside of Orange County. Um, <laughs> I was going to be a ballerina growing up. Really, really a ballerina. Um, <laughs> that was the goal. And somehow through some weird little twists and turns, I ended up working in law enforcement briefly and then as a private investigator. Wow. So you do have some law enforcement background. I do. Yes. Uh-huh. Great. That helps. It does. It, it helps. I've got a lot of contacts and I still work with law enforcement a lot. Good. For, um, in the investigations. But I started out, um, I had a typing business, typing and transcription business. And just by coincidence, my first clients were private investigators. Wow. And one day I was dropping off some completed work and my client got a phone call about a death on a construction site. Hmm. And she needed to send someone out instantly. And in those days, it was 1982. Wow. We didn't have cell phones and pagers. <laughs> Nobody was in the office. So she looked no at Google. me and said, you can do this. And she handed me the equipment that I needed, you know, wow. paper, pens, a camera, <laughs> film flash cubes, if you remember those. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she sent me out and I started working as an investigator. It was wow, just that, the greatest little twist. That's really cool. I bet her kids wouldn't know what a flash cube is. Right. I saw, I I saw a video the other day of teenagers trying to understand a payphone, you know, and they, they, they couldn't understand why it only went two feet. And you had to put money in it and how to text on it. <laughs> it was hysterical. It'd be same thing with a flashbulb on a, on a camera. Well, yeah, I bet it was different in those days. You have so much more information at your hands today. Absolutely. There's, um, it's kind of like the internet is a blessing and a curse. When uh -huh. it comes to it, there's a lot of things that we used to be able to do yep. that are no longer legal to do. Mm -hmm. There was information we could get. And then, of course, there's a lot more information out there. Yes. readily available, some legit, some not. Yeah, that's probably the hard part. How do you determine what's what's real and what's not? Yeah. Yes. When I do background searches, especially people, you know, potential clients call and they go, well, I Googled this person. They look great. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> you can't just Google. There's. Yeah. It used to be if you Googled me, I appeared to be a convicted drug dealer. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. There's another Linda Bird, different middle initial, but same date of birth in LA oh, County. See. Yeah. Twin yeah. sister, maybe. No, <laughs> <laughs> my doppelganger. literally. Yeah, doppelganger. Right. Uh -huh. But that used to pop up if you Googled my name and for uh -huh. years that popped up. So, you know, obviously you don't want someone relying on that. Yeah, sure. Them. Yeah. So where did you take this? You, you started to get your license then you got training like that. And how did that progress? Um, I worked for my initial boss. I only worked for one person. I worked for her for 14 years because she was wow. the world's greatest boss. I uh -huh. didn't really want to go out on my own, but she encouraged everybody to do it. So after 14 years, finally, in 1996, <laughs> she threatened to retire and I got my license. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. And then and then how did you progress? I mean, I, I know from talking with you, you have a real heart for kids. 
I do. I think part of that comes from my dancing background. I was around kids all the time as a kid. Uh-huh. And then even though my initial employer, all she did was workers' comp defense investigation. But one of the very first cases I worked on was a missing child. Oh, it just wow. happened. She got one. And in those days, they didn't call it trafficking, but that's exactly what was happening to this little girl. Her mm-hmm. uncle had taken her and was who selling had, her. Who, who had her uncle, taken her? her uncle had taken her and was selling her to his friends for sex. You mean like in forced prostitution then? Yes. Wow. And we we found her pretty quickly, not quickly enough, but we mm-hmm. found her, you know, quite quickly. And that was it. I was mm-hmm. like, you don't mess with little kids. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's always been my thing. Little kids sure. and elderly, you protect them. Wow. And so I've just always had a passion for anything to do to protect children. You know, I so admire what you're saying there, Lynn, Uh, in the work that I do, you know, we handle million kids, missing kids. And uh, when a parent goes, has a child missing and uh, it's just devastating, just devastating. And they go to the law enforcement and they file the, the report, but they go home. And that period of time in there where they don't know if this kid's in Las Vegas or Los Angeles or Tijuana, they don't know if they're being violated or if they're off with a boyfriend or they're just mad and they're going to come home. And uh, I think that's one of the most helpless feelings in the world for a parent, at least in the work that I have done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. They're terrified when that happens. In in our case, what we did was we developed million kids, missing kids, where you have to have a police flyer. I mean, a, mm-hmm. excuse me, a police report and a contact name. We don't get involved in the investigation ourselves as million kids, our organization, but we do um, get that information and create a flyer and send it out to tens of thousands of people. At least it empowers the parent of something they can do. And I ran into a guy the other day at the pizza place and uh, he turned around and he said, are you, are you Opal Singleton? And I said, yeah. And he said, you, you helped save my daughter. <laughs> oh, wow. It. He just recognized because I, you know, my name's weird anyway. But anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it's important to, for someone to be there for the parent. And I think that's a role that you would play play. We have a guest today. My name is Opal Singleton and uh, her name is Lynn Berg-Herring. She's a private investigator and she is going to be right back after the break. Be right back. Listen up, folks. You no longer have to drive out of the IE for a great restaurant experience. The Toasted Barrel, an upscale casual steakhouse located in Corona, has been winning award after award for their great diverse menu, service, ambience, wine, and cocktails. Customers call the barrel the perfect date night. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant four years in a row. Wine Spectator recognized the Toasted Barrel's wine program for their award of excellence. Toasted Barrel is famous for their certified Angus beef, prime, wagyu, and Kobe steaks, and they have some of the best pasta and seafood around. With happy hour and daily specials every day of the week, their appetizers and drink selections are the best around. Live music starts every Friday and Saturday at 5.30. Planning a dinner party, wedding rehearsal, family gathering, or holiday party? Look up Toasted Barrel online and make your reservation today. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, 
online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it, and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, Educate Yourself About How to Keep Our Kids Safe in This Day of Changing Technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and we have a guest today and her name is Linda Berg Herring. She is the owner and qualified manager of LJB Investigations. And that means that she's a private investigator out of Orange County, although she works much of um, all of L.A., all of Southern California, even goes into other states or Northern California if she needs to on a case. But the thing that attracted me to her is that she has a big interest in helping families and kids engaged that are dealing with sexual exploitation or sextortion or social media exploitation or or human trafficking. I met her because um, many of you that follow this program know that I am the president of Million Kids. That's M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. And we have been combating uh, all of the above crimes that we mentioned earlier uh, ourselves over the last 10 years. And I realized that there is a real need for private investigations from time to time. Now, I'm a real fan of law enforcement. I, I report to and, and I'm the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force, working there with the sheriff department uh, and that task force. And uh, they have all of my admiration. Uh, they have many cases and they're complex cases and they take a long time to resolve. But there are times when a, when a parent or a relative or a situation really could benefit by having a private investigator come into the picture and start the beginning of the of the presentation or excuse me of the investigation sometimes it's a missing persons case sometimes it's a um you know a family uh, dispute those kinds of things with that i want to turn this back over to lynn and lynn tell us what your business looks like regarding helping families and children okay um, some of my cases involve cases where there is a police report for a missing child. Some mm -hmm. do not. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the parents contact me directly mm -hmm. because either their child has run away or is missing or is engaging in unusual behavior mm -hmm. and they want to know who their child is communicating with. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's more, um, hopefully preventative 
mm-hmm. from the children being groomed or contacted or getting themselves into a situation mm-hmm. that could be sextortion or sex trafficking, something one, like that. One, one of the things I saw here somewhere on your resume or your bio that you sent me, you do also social media investigation. Is that right? Yes, I do. I think that that's so powerful because the first thing that happens in, in this movie, Sextortion's coming out, and we're going to talk about the number of kids who go out and meet up with a pedophile uh, and try to get that photo back, or they're in love with them and they take off with them. And the first thing, the first sign that they're missing, the first thing a parent wants to do is go through their social media, but they don't know how. Right. And I, I recently had a friend who contacted me because her son was communicating with a new group of people Mm -hmm. and she was concerned. He's 13 years old and kind of shy, um, has a small circle of friends. And all of a sudden he had these new friends he was talking to and he wanted to buy new clothes and do things Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. So we, um, luckily she had his password. That's not always the case. Sometimes we have to, yeah, sometimes we have to get a little more creative Mm -hmm. to get the information, but she did have his password. Mm-hmm. And so I went in and checked some of these new people. And sure enough, in this group of people, there were two grown men in their 40s who were talking to this boy, trying to get him to send them photos and trying to get him to do things and trying to get him to get some of his friends involved as well. Mm-hmm. So we were able to stop that, at least with him as a potential target, Good. before it began you know, before it went any further. So if that there's was great. any way to do that before that real exploitation takes place, uh, it's just worth it. It's worth every dime of it to get it done. Um, you and I both see these cases where, and it's amazing how many guys are involved in this. I, I think it's because they get involved in online gaming. Online gaming has live streaming in it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of animated pornography. They don't see themselves in any kind of danger. They're talking smack. They're sharing porn. They may think they're talking to a hot 14-year-old. And before you know it, they've sent some photo. They're Now they're like drowning and trying to not let anybody find out. Right. And the real danger is when they leave home and go out and try to either meet up and get that back or maybe meet up in what they perceive to be a relationship. Right. I, I had another case with a young girl who was talking to who she thought was a young man, you know, a young boy, a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. She was 12. Mm-hmm. And... She went to Disneyland with her friends one day. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was her big chance to sneak off and meet the boy. So they rendezvoused at Disneyland, but the boy wasn't a boy. Mm -hmm. He was a man. And he she got away from her friends. Like she went, I think she went to the bathroom to get away from her friends for a minute and went and met the guy who instantly, you know, tried to start escorting her out of the park. Sure. And she was yelling and screaming and People would, you know, look at her and look at him. And he said, oh, she's not supposed to be here. She's in trouble. I'm taking her home. I'm her dad. Mm. No one did anything. Mm. And her parents had, you know, we were already, I was already working for her parents. Mm -hmm. And so they contacted me and said, oh my gosh, one of her friends called and she took off. They can't find her. She went Mm. to the bathroom and disappeared. So we got Disneyland involved. We got Anaheim TV involved. We ultimately found her in Fullerton. And quickly, fairly quickly, within, you know, several hours. But that was another one. She thought she was going to go meet this hot guy. Yeah. And sure enough, it was a predator. And 
she was stunned. She was mad to start with. And she had no idea what she was doing or what she got herself into. And I'm terrible. With this movie that we're doing, I'm creating an ebook, a talking book, because the technology changes so fast that I want to have something that I can keep up to date with that, that people can download. But I'm going to put a chapter in there. I thought long and hard. I've, it's all written, but I'm going to go back and put this chapter in about when kids disappear mm-hmm. uh, because it's happening and happening and happening. And uh, it's just frightening for a parent. I, I think that uh, your service is just absolutely invaluable to a parent in that situation because I work with them. They don't know where to look. They don't know, understand, you know, they'll, they'll, I had one parent telling me, you know, well, she's so innocent. And, and I mean, she's shy and she's kind of backwards and she's innocent. And, you know, she would never do anything on the Internet. And I, I looked, but what's VPN? And I'm like, VPN is virtual private network. And if your daughter has VPN, she's not all that innocent. <laughs> right. Yeah. The ones that are shy and innocent and a little slow or whatever word that they want to use, are, they're the prime targets. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So uh, keep keep sharing with the public because I just am so fascinated with what you do. Keep keep going on about a couple of these faces. We still have a couple more minutes in this segment. Share with us, you know, what you do once you get involved with a parent. Um, once I get involved, the first thing we do is delve into the social media if we mm-hmm. can. Um, if they don't have passwords, then like I said, I have to be a little bit more creative. But there are ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a t- ton of websites and apps that kids use and it changes every day That's right. and, and that the predators use and right. those change every day. So I stay up on those. It's a, like I said, a constant, constant thing. That is not easy. I know. No. And you know, I'll, if they have, oftentimes the child left their phone home, they left their phone home. We go through their phone and look mm-hmm. for apps and find apps. Like there's one that for a long time, calculator had a little secret yep. chat feature to it they've they've changed that but there's others that do the same thing and so Uh we find these have the secret chats and everything we can to identify who they've been talking to is the number one step absolutely and then of course we talk to their friends who i think being female helps Mm -hmm. not to be dissing the male investigators but i'm not as intimidating as a man might be i'm little i'm petite i you know (laughs) i don't look scary um i can be scary when i have to be but (laughs) I'm not normally. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to the friends and usually at least one friend knows what's going on. That's right. They know who they've been talking to and they're afraid yeah. to tell the parents, but I right. can usually get it out of them. You are so right about the different apps. You know, they, they change and kids, you know, they'll have multiple apps and a parent, you know, they're all oh, no, they're only on a couple things. And these kids bounce around, but that's what pedophiles do too. They, the first thing I tell kids is they'll meet you on one app and take you to another app. And the reason for that is one, they want to make sure you're not a cop. And two, they want to see if you're willing to follow because that's a sign they've started the grooming process with you. And so uh, that's a, that puts the parent at a great advantage. And one reason why somebody like yourself could be very helpful. Well, we have a guest today. Her name is Lynn Berg-Hearing. She's a private investigator from Orange County, and we will be right back.
Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno-impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo, and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift, and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and this show comes to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. It is also archived at millionkids.org. If you want to share this show and you're fascinated by what you're hearing and you want to hear it again or share it with relatives or, or friends, you can go to millionkids.org and they will. it is archived there and you can pick that up. Also, if you want to listen to this show and have somebody else that listens to it that's not in the area, uh, every three o'clock we're on the air, just have them go online at am590theanswer.com and they'll be able to hear even in Hawaii if they want to. And so uh, it is a, a show that I think provides valuable uh, information for parents. At least we want to do that because Myself, I work in child exploitation. I've been doing that 13 years. Uh, it's hard on you, by the way. I, I swear, I used to look like the person on the back of my book before I got in this business, you know. But anyway, <laughs> but I, I'm just fascinated because I met Lynn, Linda, but we call her Lynn Berg Herring, H E R R I N G. She's a private investigator from Orange County, LJB Investigations. And she really works heavily with parents and kids, and especially to keep kids out of things like social media exploitation, sextortion, or trafficking. Or if they're in there and they disappear, that's really where she can be helpful in helping you find a way to get your child back. So with that, I want you to uh, talk about how you got into these cases regarding trafficking and and what have you learned about it that I think parents need to know? Um, I think, like I said earlier, I got into it just because my first missing child case was really a trafficking case wow. um, many, many years ago. And I've, you know, 
for a while, I did a few missing cases here and there. There weren't that many, but then they've ramped up, obviously, over the years. And yes. now people are admitting this is going on here. People used mm-hmm. to say it only went on in other countries, right. not here. It does <laughs> happen here. A there lot. are, you know, hotels and things you can go to where trafficking happens. You can find it pretty right. easily, unfortunately. Yes. Um, and then with the internet and social media, that gave predators just whole new ways to reach out and contact kids. Um, I discovered at one point, oh, maybe 10 years ago, I was playing bingo online. And mm-hmm. in the chat box, I, my picture was a, a picture of my dog. So no one could tell looking, you know, who they're mm-hmm. dealing with. And someone said, how old are you? And I thought, okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> like a bingo game. How old am I? Yeah. <laughs> but that was, it's a predator reaching out. Right. And then like, you know, like Opal said in the prior segment, they try to get you to go to a different app or a different spot. It's the right. same as if someone tries to kidnap you out somewhere. You never mm-hmm. want to go to that second location. Right. And it's the same way with mm-hmm. for protecting kids. And kids need to know these things. Parents need to know these things. Um, a lot of times kids will become super secretive with their phone, with their devices and mm-hmm. not want their parents to see them. Well, if they're not 18 years old, they have no right to privacy in my view. Mm-hmm. So, if it's well, something that could protect them. I yeah, know that's a little a little wild, but if I had kids, they'd probably hate me if I had teenagers. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I usually say, look, it's my phone because I'm paying for it. Right. You now I believe in you and I believe you're going to be smart and be a leader. So I'm going to loan you my phone. But it is my phone. So I'll check it from time to time. And if you're not going to be a leader, I'll borrow my phone back. So you're ready to be a leader. But in the meantime, every app you have on there, I'm going to know. Yeah. You know, and if I ever see that darn calculator vault on the front of your phone, it's my phone again. Okay. Right. <laughs> because you are not hiding stuff from me. We are going to do this as a as a contract, as an agreement where you're going to be a leader on a phone. Otherwise, you're not having that phone. And I, I just think that's such an important dialogue to have. But you know, it. Uh, somebody like yourself is so important because we're putting kids on there younger and younger, mm-hmm. and they they don't understand adult sex. They don't know what pedophilia is, and the first thing they try to do is go out and try to meet up with these guys, and it just gets downright scary. Well, it does, and I think the the guys that they're meeting up with have been, you know, grooming them or telling them how much, you know. They love them, how perfect oh, yeah. they are, how wonderful yeah. they are. They buy They're them hot, gifts. Baby. <laughs> yeah, right? They, they buy them things that their parents won't get them. And, you know, they're like, oh, your mom and dad are so mean, but I'll take care of you. They yeah, just, they right. play them totally. I see that a lot on the new apps that are what I call mass audience live streaming apps like TikTok, but like, you know, I, I always tell parents apps aren't good or bad. You know, it's like driving a car. You can go to church or you can go to a strip club. It's not the car. Okay. Right. It's the decision the driver makes. And when you put these young kids on an app like TikTok, and I'm on TikTok, I'm not saying that's bad, but it's different because you are sending a video or out to millions of people who can text back to you. Mm-hmm. Is your child mature enough to, you know, receive a hundred texts and figure out which ones are good guys and which ones are bad? Right. They don't know. And kids, you know, kids think they're invincible. Yeah, so no kidding. They don't, <laughs> they don't realize it's like, oh, I got this. I'm good. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but, that's why we made a movie because every kid will tell you it won't happen to me. They think right. they're going to be able to spot a pedophile 
and they won't because it looks like your new best friend. Exactly. Every, every case I've worked on having to do with someone that was being trafficked, the person said just that, like, oh, I trusted him or her. Mm -hmm. Most of the perpetrators are male, but every now and then it's female. It's, you know, I trusted them. They were going to take care of me. And yeah. Do you ever get involved in cases where people are divorced and one party thinks the other party is violating the child? Yes, I have a case like that right now. I get calls like that regularly and they're hard calls to deal with because, you know, the first premise is, well, you're bitter because of the divorce. But the second thing is, is that court mandate to release the child over, even though you don't don't believe that's right. And, uh, you know, so I think that those cases for somebody like yourself are so important because people do get into child pornography and uh, they do take photos and they do violate. They don't just violate. They they document it and put it online. And and uh, that's an area that if you're thinking that someone is in violation, that a private investigator could be very, very powerful. It's hard to go to to the police with it because you don't have any evidence and police cannot take on a case on assumptions and speculation. Right. So I get cases like that and then I delve into the dark web or other things where I see things that no one should ever see. Right. But we can find evidence there mm-hmm. often of things like that, because those people do, they post things. They don't realize that you put something out there right. out into the world via the internet. It's somewhere. It never yep. goes away. <laughs> it can be found. Uh, and it can be multiplied over and over and used against our kids. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Wow. So what other kind of cases do you handle besides that kind of thing? Um, I do a lot. I, I have a list of like 60 different types of investigations I do, but, um, I do asset searches, uh, asset searches, interesting asset searches, especially like during divorces or Mm -hmm. people are thinking of investing with someone or doing business with someone, Mm -hmm. um, online reputation, which would be social media stuff, cyber harassment. Uh, And now like if you're being sextorted, Mm -hmm. um, you can handle a case like that and at least try to nail down where that's coming from. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, I do personal injury, like slips and falls, traffic accidents, kind of the typical stuff that you think a private investigator does. Uh-huh. The one thing I do not do is follow cheating spouses. <laughs> I wouldn't either, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough money. <laughs> I, I do not it. do those. Or I anything else. <laughs> I knew I liked you. <laughs> well, For you sure. know, that the, the fact that I met you and the fact that you're so down to earth and you're realistic, you know, in in uh, the sex trafficking cases that I've worked with over the past 12 years, uh, we don't need melodrama. We don't need to make it worse than it is. We don't need big numbers that are out there. The stuff that we you and I see in this business is real. And uh, the sextortion is really where I'm focused now because of the movie coming out. And we did that because I believe that sextortion's leading to sex trafficking. Um, we know that something like 70, 80 percent of sex trafficking victims were previously sexually violated. And it doesn't even have to be a physical violation it can be an emotional uh, violation. And that makes them so much more vulnerable to be recruited. Absolutely. It does that. 
That's Absolutely. that's an area I think that your your work can be very, very helpful to a parent, especially if they have a child that has been violated. Well, we're coming up against the break again. Uh, my name is Opal Singleton, and I am with Million Kids. The show is Exploited Crimes and Technology. We appreciate it if you'd share the show with everyone you know. We're on that break. We'll be right back. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens. And she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. Our guest today is Linda Burke Herring. She is a private investigator, especially for family work, uh, for your kids, if they're messing around online or maybe they're being violated or maybe they're running away. Uh, all of those kinds of cases, human trafficking cases where kids are are put out for uh, commercial sex. Uh, those are also cases that she can be involved in. Doesn't just have to be kids, can be adults. A lot of times that's very difficult for families. They'll have a 19 year old daughter that they know is out there and being controlled by somebody and they can't find them and they, they want to bring them home. They want to give them help. And uh, those are all kinds of cases that a private investigator can really be helpful on, and especially one that has got solid credentials 
a heart for the work because this is hard, hard work, I guarantee you. So with that, uh, Lynn, I want to ask you, uh, if you could, you have about four or five minutes here, if you could share one thing or a couple of things that you want to say to parents, what would that be? Okay, to parents, especially parents of preteens, but really any child over the age of three or four can hear some of this. Um, we need to educate the parents and the kids on how to stay safe, not only right. online, but also just out in the world. Mm -hmm. There are students at schools that recruit and groom. You bet. Their classmates. That's there right. are, um, there's, you know, if, if you're, you're divorced and you're dating somebody new, we need to check out that new person's background. There mm -hmm. are people out there that target women that have children in the right age range. Right. That they like to molest or hope to groom. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, there have been cases where people actually admitted they sought out women specifically to date that had children in the right. Oh, it's age. common. It's, it's common in a lot of pedophilia areas. Yes. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to talk to your kids. Your kid's not your friend. Your kid's your kid. <laughs> I love I'm it. such an expert. I have no children, which makes it really funny. But <laughs> but you've handled plenty of cases, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be their parent, not their friend, and mm -hmm. so they, you know, they have they have no privacy until they turn 18. Because we're talking about the phone. It should uh -huh. be the same with their computer. You should be able to look at whatever they're looking at, or to put a child safe program on their computer. Um, mm -hmm. I have more than one friend that's done that and has found things that their kids were starting to dabble in or where their children were being approached by people online mm -hmm. um, and pay attention to your kid. If they, if there are changes in their personality, like, yes, they go yes. from super shy to suddenly very extroverted. Mm -hmm. That's weird. No kid does that. They all yeah. of a sudden change how they're talking, slang mm -hmm. they use, how they're dressing. Right. Um, hairstyle, although changing hair color these days is kind of a, Thing, <laughs> yeah, but, but you know dramatic Wait purple long. doesn't count it's okay. right purple doesn't count or pink or yeah it's okay. but um, they start cutting sometimes right yeah but mysterious injuries that they can't explain or gifts that they're getting all of a sudden that they won't say where they came from like right. all of a sudden your teenage girl your daughter has a necklace like where'd that mm -hmm. come from oh just a friend yeah. that's not that's suspicious so those things right. they need to and oh and tattoos yeah. And somebody family. getting their nails done. That's another. Yes. One. Yeah. Getting their nails done, getting their hair done, things that normally kids can't really afford to do. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden it's happening. And right. they can't really explain. Um, and, you know, if they have a new friend that, sorry, they have a new friend that they met online and they won't tell you about it. Yes. That's right. They get real secretive. You walk in, they shut it. They keep their doors shut. Mm -hmm. You know, they start to go to bed early and uh, odd things like that. You want to keep an eye out for You're obviously very, very informed on this subject. You do public speaking, go out and make presentations or, or put on events for parents or trainings. I've done a few. I would like to do more. Oh, we could certainly help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's important. It's I, I naturally have a fear of public speaking. I'm just one of those people, but it's important. So it's worth getting outside my comfort zone and doing it. We so. have so much knowledge and real knowledge and the things that parents need to hear that um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I see this and uh, this is going to be part of our sextortion film and our book about what to look for, how to handle it, how to get involved. 
But uh, when you see something going wrong, pay attention to your instincts and uh, and take a look at it. If your kid's, you know, not coming home, uh, look through their social media, start to understand who they're talking to. And don't forget the video game chat rooms. Uh, those things are absolutely addictive. If you have a child that's on there all day and night talking to people you don't know, ask questions. And remember, those chat rooms have live streaming right into your living room. They can see your other children. So your life is on display once they're on those games. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree 100%. So, Lim, we're coming down to the end of this. Uh, tell people, you know, number one, specifically if there's certain kind of cases you're looking for, but more importantly, how do they reach you? How do they contact you? How can they approach you to find out if this is a case you'd be interested in? Sure. Um, well, they can reach me at my website, which is ljbinvestigations.com. That's L-J-B. That's L like Larry, J like Jared, B like boy, <laughs> dot com, right? No, no, no. LJBinvestigations.com. L- okay, uh-huh. we, we've got that messed up good enough now. LJBinvestigations.com. <laughs> okay. Way to confuse everybody. Uh-huh. Um, my email address, I have two, but the best one is OCLadyPI at gmail.com. Okay, so that's like Orange County Lady PI. Right. Right. So OC Lady PI at gmail.com. Yes. Or I'm, all, I'm all over social media. You can find me on Facebook just by searching my name or my business name. Okay. And so let same. me spell your name Linda, L Y N D A, middle initial Berg, B E R G H, and last name is Herring, like the fish, right? Yes. <laughs> I bet my new married name. Too. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so LJB Investigations. And, uh, and so I, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. I do. I think that the services you provide, you know, I take these calls and, uh, and the parents are just beside themselves. They number one response is, I never thought I'd be here. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the number one response with the kid is, I don't believe it'll happen to me. Right. And when those two collide, they need help. And that's where I often come in, but you're the one that can go out and help them find the child or investigate to see what's going on. Yes. Yes. And that, that is extremely helpful. There is a role in combating trafficking and uh, child exploitation for, uh, in the private sector. And, um, you know, I don't recommend every PI I've ever met. In fact, I very seldom recommend a PI. But I do recommend Linda Herring. She is excellent. She's got experience at it. She is uh, calm. She's knowledgeable. And she knows exactly the path to start down. You never know quite where you're going to go on an investigation, I bet you, right? Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. How, how often does it just go on and on and on? Up frequently, unfortunately. I have yeah. some that have been going on for years. Well, you know, I, I talk, I have cases, I have parents who call me and uh, it used to be a lot easier than it is now. When we have Backpage, there was one, one place that people were sold for sex. Now there's like 45 of them. As Linda said, many times this stuff takes place in the dark web or even in bulletproof hosting. And so we'll have parents who'll say, I know she's out there. I know what she's doing. I don't care. I just need to know she's still alive. And uh, I've over the years, I used to myself go on Backpage and say, well, she's in 
you know, uh, somewhere in Nevada now, but still alive kind of thing. But that's harder to do today because there's so many multiple sites. The, the name of the game is, is that if you think that you have a situation where you have a child in trouble, a child being exploited, uh, maybe a child missing, uh, maybe an adult uh, going on like that, or you have some sort of divorce case going on, I think that Linda is probably an excellent person that you can begin to talk to. So one more time, I want to give that uh, connection there. It's OCLadyPI at gmail.com. If you lose track of all this, you can always reach me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. We're coming to the end of the show. I want to thank Linda for joining us. I want to thank each and every one of you that followed this show and that you support us financially so that we can not only educate through this radio show, but we can also educate through that movie, Sextortion. Stay tuned. It's going to be about two months before you see it. We need all the donations we can get to get it distributed across the United States to parents, to grandchildren, to to grandparents, everywhere we can, to schools, to corporations. So if you want to donate, please go to millionkids.org. Folks, put your arms around your family. Let them know you're proud of them. Let them know you love them. And we'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet, more than 6 billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno-impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo, and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift, and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators.